Welcome to CruxCast. Whether you're in your car, at work, or at home, we hope you enjoy this interview. And if you do, you can find more like it on cruxinvestor.com. So please subscribe. Today we speak with Mark Chalmers, CEO of Energy Fuels. They announced a bought deal of 16.6 million US dollars last week. Most of their shareholders seemed up in arms. And we asked Mark, in fact, challenge him as to why the timing and what it could mean for their business. Enjoy the podcast. How are you doing, Mark? How are you? Very good, Matt. How are you? Yeah, good. How's your week been? Been tough? Oh, it's been busy with uh, closing the financing. Uh, been a very busy week for us. Okay, so I guess I'm going to ask you the same question. You probably answered a lot since you put out the uh, news release uh, about a week ago, which was why did you do it and um, why those terms? Well, Matt, you know, uh, um, it, was, it was expensive money. But, uh, you know, as I've said to you multiple times, when I said to our shareholders, we want to be on the front foot rather than the back foot. We uh, um, were very encouraged with the announcement that the government's planning to buy um, uranium uh, again. Now, it's the first time um, they've been buying or planning to buy uranium since like 1983. Um, and so we want to be as ready as we can be for that because we think we're best positioned uh, to capitalize on that. Um, but the other thing that uh, probably a number of people didn't uh, understand or realize that we had a convertible dementia uh, that uh, matures at the end of 2020 and it became a current liability uh, at the beginning of this year. So we wanted to be in the position that we could show that we had enough funds to cover that um, at our own um, sort of uh, own terms and own um, abilities uh, without having the convertible drive us, we want to be in the position to drive the convertible. Okay, but that convertible, did that contribute towards Cantor being able to negotiate quite tough terms with you now? I, I get the point that if you didn't, your negotiation stance towards the end of the year is going to be pretty, pretty difficult. You know, I've been there myself, but were they pushing you hard now because they could? Look, at they. Um, I mean, it was a, it was our decision. We weren't we weren't being pushed. We we discussed it um, certainly with at board level uh, quite extensively, and we just decided that again it was going to be better to go now um, and get the funds uh, and be ready for the future. So, um, but no, look, at it's uh, you know nobody wants to get into a financing that. Um, and I want to say that it, it it's it was a bought deal. It was straight common shares, no warrants. Um, but, you know, nobody wants to be in a financing that, you know, that pushes the share price down uh, like it did for us. But um, again, we, we believe we're in the strongest position of anyone else. And, and, and we think there's other people are going to be going to the market uh, probably quite soon. And we wanted to be there sooner than they were. And, um, you know, and, and, and as I said, you know, this announcement by the government to buy uranium, um, no one is in a better position to capitalize on that than energy fuels. Okay, lots of questions. Sorry, and I'm going to throw these at you in no particular order. Okay, you you keep saying the word front foot. What, what do you mean by that? Are you talking about being able to capitalize on the DOE announcement? In which case, what do you know that we don't? Yeah, yeah, no, I I, I think I think that um, I think that the demand and, and and no, we 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 haven't heard the whole story yet out of. Uh, the working group on on terms of you know the whole three steps of the nuclear fuel cycle. So we're still hopeful that there's a there's more to come here. 
But we want to be in a position that right now the government's announced that this $150 million of this, you know, this, this strategic reserve, we want to be in the position to get the majority or at least a large share of that um, ahead of, you know, there's going to be a lot of competition for it. But um, no one has the history, the proven history in the facilities um, like we do. Um, UR Energy is in a, in, a, in a pretty good spot, too, because they're a proven producer. But we are in the best position to, to, to deliver into um, that initiative. Okay, so you're, you're making a bet. You don't know anything that the market doesn't know. Just so I'm clear. Correct. Okay. We have released everything we know okay. about where we are in this process and where the government is in this process. But there have been statements um, through Secretary Briette and others that um, there should be additional information forthcoming on the working group's findings um, in the next few weeks or so. And you're expecting more money to but be... But we've also been waiting for a, a couple of years for information flow, and it's been delay, delay, delay. Okay, but you're expecting more money to be mentioned in these future announcements or more well, confirmation on the $150 million? Yeah, I mean, look, um, you know, we think that the, the nuclear fuel worker, and I'm speculating a bit here, um, you know, uh, agrees that they need to do something to reestablish the nuclear fuel cycle, the, the front three steps uh, through enrichment. So we believe that they've come up with findings. I don't know exactly what those findings are, Matt, but, um, but we, as I said, um, what we do know is what they have released and uh, we want to be in a position, best position to capitalize on that than anyone else. Okay, and I want to talk about use of proceeds in a second, but if you don't mind, so what what is your position now? Because when we've talked in the past, you've had about 40 million bucks between cash and inventory. Um, you've topped it up with another 16.6 million US. What position are you with regards to your cash today? I know you've got the convert coming through, but what does it look like today? Yeah, look, we're... we're, we're going to you know announce our, our financials in 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 march um but yeah in the order of magnitudes that you're talking about uh, you know in the 40s uh plus this uh this this capital raise you've got the convert at the end of the year um we've got um around 20 million of that is inventory um about half in value is uranium uh, that we value at around 25 dollars a pound and about half is vanadium that we're valuing at five dollars a pound which incidentally is back coming up a little bit. It's uh, last I saw it was you know in the sevens, yeah, yeah, in okay. the sevens. So we're hoping that you know, we'll get another kick there. But you're not tempted to sell any of the uh, vanadium today, because it has been as low as three. It has yeah. been as high as thirty. But what do you do? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Look, look, look. It. You know, I've, I've t said to you that you know we're trying to do the carbide plan, which is to have inventories. Uh, that we can um, deploy uh, when we want to deploy it quickly. Um, and a big part of our plan, our, our strategy, is to have uh, inventories available, packaged, ready to go. Uh, and, and that's another reason for the financing, because if you had, say, in the order of $40 million of cash working capital, um, the, uh, um, the convert becomes a current liability, then you're down in the mid 20s or so, um, of which 20 million was inventory. So, you know, we, we believe we're going to get a bigger bounce out of that inventory, um, you know, at the right time. So, 
you know, I understand that, um, you know, the, the average person as a shareholder may not fully understand our motives, but those were a lot of the motives. We wanted to keep those inventory because, you know, whatever um, the government purchases, assuming they purchase uh, inventories, you know, you could get, you know, a, a 2X or even maybe more than that. Uh, hopefully more than that, um, uh, in, in uh, flexing up on, on the value. Okay, so, well, thanks for sharing your motives with us, first of all. Okay, I appreci- appreciate that. It makes sense. Can I talk about use of proceeds? There's two strains here. One, I need to deal with. Yeah. Are you going to use any of your current cash available to you, you, you closed yesterday, to do any M&A work? Are you going to buy any of your peers? You know, um, it's always a possibility. I'm never going to say no, because um, that's an absolute. But um, you know, I um, it puts us in a stronger position to 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 do the M and A. Um, you know, I um, but I'll never say no. Um, but I'm not going to say yes either. So how's that? That 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 is very politic of you. But let me let me ask you another way. Today, are there any plans to do any acquisitions? Not at this point in time. Got it. Second strand. You talk in your press release um, about use of proceeds. Obviously, focus on the ISR project, I assume, because that could get into production soonest. Um, Is that right? What's the order of play? Because you talk about all all four assets here, but the ISR was number one. We've got got quite a diversified set of assets, but uh, there's some work at... um, uh, Nichols Ranch that uh, we've got some work with some uh, increasing the the low capacity at Nichols Ranch. Uh, uh, you know, we've got some drilling that needs to be done at Alta Mesa. Um, you know, we've got other work that uh, we're still doing design work um, on the canyon mine. Uh, you know, we've got the shaft sunk there, um, but we've still got to put in some of the facilities around the shaft. So, you know, we're not going to, I can tell you this much, we're not going to spend all that money on um, until we get a little more clarity on um, you know the outcome from the purchase program, um, but there are things that are longer lead time that we will we will you know put some money in so we're better ready than we are now, even though we're as ready as anyone out there. Okay, okay, you, you, yeah, you said you are best placed out of the U.S. companies to take advantage of of that announcement. So, but you're not ready to go today without spending some money to get everything up to speed. So what does that mean? How much money are we talking about? No, look, look, look at where we are. Um, we, we can go today on some of our assets. They're ready to go today. Um, but there are a lot of different variables here and that we, we don't know in this government purchasing program, you know, for example, you know, are they going to buy inventory? And I think they absolutely should because otherwise um, we're going from a, uh, sort of a colder start, not a cold start, but a colder start to build up, um, um, build up production. Uh, and, you know, um, the, the clarity on, you know, who's going to be able to, to best capitalize on that, you know, that all is a, will, will, will drive how much is investments required at which site or sites. So, you know, there is some, um, um, you know, some uncertainty of how that would be distributed. The government did say that they thought that this purchasing program uh, would uh, basically, uh, you know, go to uh, two mines or maybe a little more, but it's not designed to go to five or six mines. It's not. Um, Now, 
there could be a few more mines potentially uh, around the um, our White Mesa Mill, but it's really our focus, in my opinion, on and when they talk mines, I believe they're talking production centers where you can actually make the yellow cake. So like White Mesa would be a mine in in in, in their uh, terms is the way I believe it, and you know perhaps you know one or two other ISR facilities. So um, you know there is absolutely no need to build new facilities with this current demand as we know it today. You know, it should be focused on existing proven facilities that have a history of delivery uh, that are already constructed, ready to go. Okay. Wayne Mesa, it's a huge facility. You, you were you were saying that it has, it's been a long time since it got near competing at um, processing at full capacity, long time. Yeah, it's um, never. It's actually never uh, produced at full capacity. It it has a license capacity of about eight million pounds. Um, I, the best it's done is around four million pounds. Yeah, right. Four, okay, four and a half million pounds. You're never going to be able to fill that. So, how are you having conversations? There was one other CEO who mentioned at a, a presentation that he was doing. I don't know if it was a slip of the tongue or it's been misinterpreted, but they talked about using your mill to process. Uh, on, on their behalf. Have you had conversations with other uh, uranium companies on that topic? Not recently, no. No one but us has the right to use White Mason Mill right now. Does that change in time? Perhaps. But no one has line of sight to use White Mason Mill. Um, I mean, we do uh, we do have some um, cleanup of, uh, of an idle uranium mine that is currently going to White Mesa through an agreement there. Once that material shows up at the site, um, we're stockpiling it. Um, you know, we have the right to process that on our own um, schedule and desires. Um, but um, but we have full ownership of the uranium from that material. So so yeah, no one has line of sight. Uh, a lot's going to depend on um, how uh, the implementation process goes with this initial purchasing. Um, you know, we'll see where we go from there. Okay, on this 150 million bucks, because again, there's been lots of numbers floating around. What, we don't know the price at which the government is gonna have conversations with producers, miners, sorry, miners. Um, do you, well, do you know? Well, no, I, I, I don't. Other than the the quantum, the you know 150 million, um, but you know there, there's there's a fair amount of banter around. Oh, it's fifty dollars or forty five dollars. Well, forty five or fifty is not enough. That is not a high enough price. That is not a sustainable price. And when people say they can make comfortable margins with fifty dollars in the United States, they're full of something. But I don't want to say to you Smoke. Uh, exactly what that are full of. But um, we need prices that are well north of 50. I mean, sure, if we get $50, I mean, we're in a, in a uh, you know, position, at least energy fuels, where we have 500,000 pounds or more of uranium that could be monetized. And that's certainly going to be a help. And we can run projects like Canyon. This doesn't mean that we can't run some of our projects. But 50 isn't a fair price. It should be, it should be north of 60 is a fair price for a sustainable price. Okay. So, um, but I do hear, it annoys me, um, Matt, it annoys me when people say, oh, well, all we need is 40 or all we need is 50. 
and they are full of it. You know, you you can, I mean, like I said, we have projects that we can mine before that, but that is at the site. That does not include the full loadings of a public company to, uh, you know, deliver any kind of sustainability. And I think the key thing is that this 150 million is over 10 years. So we need a sustainable uh, solution and outcome here not to have a flash in the pan and have people not being able to make it because the prices are too low. Okay, so yeah, haven't had those discussions. I can I can hear it's a source of frustration, people speculating around around, around the price. But let let's say let's even say it was seventy five, just for the sake of argument. That's a that's a couple of million. That's two million pounds we're talking about there. It's not a lot. They're still going to have to go out and no, no. Look, look at it. it's it's. Look, I th and, and again, there's a lot of moving parts here, Matt, that we don't know exactly what they are right now. But for example, um, and as I said, I don't know what follows or if anything follows with the working group um, when they get into more details. But um, I, I, and I, I'm speculating here a bit. I, I believe that this, this first announcement um, is not big enough uh, for somebody like, say, Cameco to come back in and restart their operations. So then... Uh, you know, if that's the case, and I, I, I don't know for a fact if that is, um, that makes a more room for, uh, you know, ourselves and, 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 you know, people like you, our energy. Now, I think I've told you this, that since 2004, two companies have mined 85% and produced 85% of the uranium produced in the United States, and it was Cameco and Energy Fuels. Um, you know, and, and so we, the two of us have the, the longest history of production over anyone else. Now, um, there are a couple projects like the Uranium One and uh, UR Energy that didn't produce back in 2004. They, they started in, you know, the mid, midway, say, you know, whether it be about, you know, eight or nine or, or 11 or 12, um, that also contributed a material amount of uranium. But if you include those four companies, 97% of the uranium produced since 2004 were four companies, four companies. So there aren't a lot of us with any kind of track record of producing uh, a material amount of new uranium. And, um, you know, we are very confident that we have that track record. And, um, you know, and, and, and because at the moment, what we know that demand is, 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 is smallish, there's no question, it should only go to those that and prove that they can do it and have those facilities ready to go without major, major capital investment. Okay. You sound confident. Um, if you hear anything from up on the hill from the White House, DOE, please give us a call. We'd love to... Uh, Love to hear your thoughts on how this thing's going to progress. You've got my number, Matt. You know where I'm at, and I'm really always happy to have a chat with you. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to CruxCast or our website, cruxinvestor.com, and of course, our YouTube channel, Crux Investor. Plus, you can catch us most days on Twitter and LinkedIn. We really love getting your feedback, so please keep it coming, and we'll speak to you again soon.